Hello. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. Hey, well, at least one of us made it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Who else is there? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. No, no one's answering yet. You know, I did a mic check a while ago, one, two, three, and I uh, got nothing. Yeah, okay. Um, I was going to send you something on your... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, uh, an email I did get come across with help Ken <clears throat> the law from um, Illinois that states it shall be unlawful for a corporation to practice law or appear as an attorney at law for any reason in any court in this state or before any judicial body or to make it a practice a business to practice as an attorney at law for any person in any said court or to hold itself out to the public as being entitled to practice law or to render or furnish legal service or advice, blah, blah, blah. goes on and on. Yeah. <clears throat> Like I said earlier to you, I think what I would do, rather than getting into any particulars except what I've done, I'll read the one paragraph, and it goes into two paragraphs, but <clears throat> the first paragraph is this um, instrument is regarding an incident which allegedly happened on or about the 24th of, uh, 20, uh, 224 of 119. Um, that has become a legal matter regarding your client, a Kimberly Stewart. Yet I am left without the name of the person slash attorney that is handling this matter for her. <clears throat> okay, that's item number one. <clears throat> yeah, then next sentence, paragraph. From the information that can be gathered from the address both a person read PC and a person burn BC are considered professional corporations. Yet, according to the following law site, read and burn PCs are engaged in an activity in violation of 705 ILCS 220 from chapter 32, paragraph 41. I, I cite the whole law. If you attempt to contact us on behalf of a Kimberly Stewart, this matter will be taken into the proper court for adjudication regarding your unlawful practice as an attorney at law for not being in law. Or, and for relief from this harassment. <clears throat> anyway, that's a start. Yeah, and you know, the thing of it is, is that I understand that to be a tool. You know, again, I say, you know, uh, as, as a reference to my computer, my computer is like a machine gun. And all the documents I have are the ammo. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, it. the computer is a form of a, uh, uh, some type of uh, sidearm or whatever, okay? 
And so your documents, you have various documents to use to try to address certain legal issues, okay? One document's like a 22, then the other one's like a 243, and then a 30-odd six, and then maybe uh, an M16, you know, and they get bigger, you know, and, uh, the more meat a document has in it to address an issue. And so, you know, we want to start off uh, walking lightly and just trying to nip this in the bud before it even gets out the gate. Hmm. Well, the thing is, is yeah, you can do it. You know, you're welcome to do whatever you feel comfortable with. Hey, whatever. I'm just. My thought was, my thinking on it is, to get involved in the particulars is agreeing that these guys can give voice to her her situation. They can't even give voice to it. So first of all. If they can't give voice to anything, why are we even suggesting that we have to go past the fact, past the point of, hey, you guys can't even be talking. What are you talking to me for? That's not lawful on her behalf. Right, and and so the initial communication has to set up perimeters. It says, oh, uh, no, no, you know. That's the first thing we got to do. You know, well, that's for, what, yeah. I would recommend to it. But the thing of it is, is that I am attempting to be the uh, the little man behind the curtain that's working all the levers, and you hear the big bodacious sound and coming out from the front, and you got a little smoke and everything, like with the Wizard of Oz, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever, whatever works for you. What's that? I say whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with. You know, it's up to you. But yeah. Um, hey, I, I, I don't think. Um, I think everything else you've got is is excellent. We'll have an excellent re- rebut to anything they want to project. But hey, whatever you want to do. That's later. That's later, if necessary. Well, all the items would be later would be used later if necessary i think right but so you got um, to build up your arsenal but in the meantime you got to figure between now and friday i would like to have something to wear so that i can put it in my courier's hand and they can uh you know somewhat of my choosing to actually make a fax by ten thirty on friday and so it'll be at their office and all these people are running around, and someone's eventually going to say, "Oh, we got a fax." And so uh, that's that's what I'm figuring as a timeline. Now I did open up letter one that came in. I kept them both separate because they're both in the same envelope, addressed to the same individual, which is Dave. And so that being the case, I. Uh, I just opened up one. I thought about opening up the second to see if they didn't have uh, something with a little bit more teeth in it. And I didn't. And so I left it like that because I may make some stickers and put a sticker on it and then take it in a nearby community 
and just drop it off in the mailbox. And I'm thinking about getting some little round stickers that may be no more than an inch in diameter, inch and a half, and it says RTS on. And so we get colored ones to put on there, and then uh, the ones with text in it, they're on a uh, white uh, strip. It's a, they're a little bit bigger. The strips are a little bit bigger than the one that had your mailing address on it. <clears throat> they're about two and a half the, the size of that, you know. So, you know, you can put a sticker on one side and sticker on the other side and uh, put it back in the mail. Yeah. Yeah, well, it works. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's where, you know, I would suggest. But anyway, you got you got enough stuff to work with, so. <clears throat> sure. Do what you, you know, do what you feel best. With. Yeah. Anyway, nobody else is showing up, huh? Uh, as far as I know, no, but, you know, we'll get them to about 15 or 20 after, and if there's no one else, you know, if we want to, we could just get off and do a regular phone conversation or whatever, you know, or, yeah. you know, if we think that we're comfortable with what we've done, you know, that's fine. I, I noticed, yeah. I remember our conversation from this morning. And you, you had a couple of pointers about uh, sign off on some of this stuff. And, uh, and instead of saying legal rep, you had something else. And I don't know if you, I, I didn't see any uh, mail from you today. So, uh, well, I tell you what, I got I got a zip drive. I mean, I got two documents uh, from you. <clears throat> I can open up one of them, but I can't open up the DOC. Can you put can you put everything in a PDF? I do that. Well, no, I can't. Uh, I can't well, open it up. Well, they should be in Microsoft Word form. Well, one one I can open up, the other one I can't. Okay, and so which one were you able to open? Uh, the top, the one that's on top, the first one. Well, I don't know. You know, what's the content? Um, hold on. The content is pretty much what's what you've been talking about all the time, which is it. You know, okay, but what is it? What's the title of the document? Um. Well, it's, it starts out with uh, you know all, you know shorty at the top and so forth, yeah, full time ministry and so forth. It goes down. Okay, um, so that, that's pretty much the letter heading type. Yeah, you go past the letterhead. All right, so then it goes to whom and maybe yeah, letterhead and then at the bottom is what I thought would be maybe a potential uh, sign off thing. Okay, so that's item number one. Let me see. I can't. Uh, anyway, I, I, okay, I've got three. It's three pages. Okay, three pages. That's all it is. It goes from eight on the second page. It goes from at the bottom from A B C D, and it goes to the third page D e, F G. Three, four. Oh, so you, you got A B. 
You got A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H? Uh, yeah, that's, I got, um, no, not H. Uh, I got A, B, C, D, and then I got E, F, G. That's it. Okay. And then, well, let me, let me send you a fresh document then. I don't know they're messing with us. I, yeah, you're sending me two. I, it comes in two. At least it did anyway. I've got. I can't open up the one, but this is the one I can open up. That's all. It's a three pager. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take care of that. Okay. It says it just sent it. Did yep. you send it? Yep. Well, let, me, let me get over there. Watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It just come in. All right. Let me see what it looks like. Oh, this one here is called Discovery <clears throat> Interrogatories. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now that's <clears throat> okay, that's different. I I have not seen that one before. <clears throat> well, I don't know why all the screw ups, but I've done everything I could to make this uh okay, presentable. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna um take this and I'm gonna download it a minute so I get it in my file area. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now let me get over to this. Let's see. Need that. Let okay. me know when you have it up on the screen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, now I'm going to put it into your file here. Okay. Let's see here. More. See, when I do a file folder, you know, let's say like we did Brandy, okay? And then under that, I have subfolders, okay? And the subfolders are letters to attorney, letters from attorney, papers to the court, papers from the court. And so you have various files, and so you keep everything in order. You know what I mean? And then you got a work in progress folder, and then you got today's printing files. So that way everything is on the junk Yeah, I've okay. got it here now. So, okay, it'd be okay to read the the top paragraph. Uh, 
yeah, uh, you want me to read that? It's just uh, yeah, the following interrogatories shall be answered okay. uh, under the oath <clears throat> of record purposes. If if sh- if should your office continue to look, uh, we had to change the language on that. Yeah, well, I I got it there, you know, and so I'll allow you to kind of skim through it and see what needs to be changed, and any new new stuff should be highlighted, because I've got a hard copy in front of me, and so anything that comes in new, then I can save it under Andrew's input. Yeah, okay. And then I can print a copy of it. And then I can do a comparison, you know, one on one. Right. Well, okay. Well, then let me. Uh, I just got it down here. So what I can do is I'll, I can go through it once <clears throat> and see once uh, how how it lays out. Well, item number one, I find pretty intriguing. Submit verification that the said accident did in fact happen on the said property at 110 Sinclair, yada, yada, along with what caused the said action with a complete list of all the witnesses who had completely solved the accident and with their full name, their current address, and phone numbers, and all photos slash pictures. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's the start right there. And then we go over to number two, uh, describe slash submit what type of shoes she was wearing at the time of the alleged uh, injury along with all clear pictures of the shoes in question and its condition, uh, its condition of its soul. Yeah. And then you go into number three, mm-hmm. describe the, uh, the condition of the ground slash surface. Uh, and then I put in parentheses, accident point, and submit any pictures and a description of what evidence she is offering that the condition of the driveway was the cause of the alleged injury. Okay. Well, you can see where I'm going just just from those. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, mean? I can I can work so the language we're going out. Down down. And then I, you know, I set up a place for answers. And yada yada yada. You know? Yeah. Okay. And I got it all the way down to number 17. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff uh, is talking about submitting. Submit verification of what type of shoes she wore that day uh, that were not smooth or with a slip substance on the bottom to cause said accident. And then, you know, we got a little bit about the alcohol and the drugs and all that incorporated in this somewhere. I'd have to find it. 
<clears throat> okay, I tell you what I just did. I sent you the I start the letter I started for the attorney. Um, my suggestion is we can we can work on the language on this thing, but I'm thinking that I would I would have if I, if you wanted to have well, any I got time for this one. I think we got time for this one, right? Uh, which one? Well, we we can we can do that, but I, I don't know if it's. I mean, we got time, right? I mean, oh, we got time. Yeah, we're plenty of time. Um, we got more other fish to fry first. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We got time to do this, get it perfected. But uh, my my thinking is, if I was going to do it, I would I would confront any conversation that was going on with the attorney. Now, here's here's what I'm. I think um, uh, somebody mentioned to you why I even talked to him. You know that that would be also an issue. Until you get a a certified letter that's talking that demands a, some sort of you know definite communication. Right now, there's no proof that you ever received anything. Um, what that's I would say, and there's yeah, no proof so, that they received anything. No. No, no so what I'm there's, no there's nothing right right now. They're just they're, they're searching for a controversy. They're hoping that they can get you in dialogue. What I'm thinking is that until you get something hard copy, um, that they're they're giving you something that's service to you somehow, either with certified mail or something. Um, at that point, then send him the, the the challenge to the attorney position exactly you but in the me but in the meantime the main thing is to nip this thing in the bud and so if we're going to nip it in the bud then uh we're going to have to take some form of action well right now you don't have to do anything right now well i, I well, I know, I don't. Yeah, yeah, right now, I, I, I don't have to do anything, but I am going to do something. Well, get ready. Well, what I'm saying, yeah, oh, oh, get ready. Well, yeah. Right. It, it, it's just, I, I want to be able to, you know, upon that time, when we get to that point, I want to be able yeah. to go win. Bam, thank you, ma'am. Correct. Correct. That's what I'm, that's what I see too. I, I think it's just matter of doing homework right now, get everything put together, and until they right. make it uh, some sort of record of communication, at that point challenge the communication. At that point, and say, hey, you you don't even have a right to be talking to us, and you don't have a right to be representing anybody. Now well, I just sent you, know, you that. I just okay, sent you that. Yeah. So you might want to take a look at it. Okay. Now, here's what happened the other day, okay? You yeah. did spend a little time, and you sent me a document of what you thought uh, yeah. might be beneficial to me, okay? That was your yeah. version, okay? And so mm -hmm. when I got it, it was kind of late in the day, and so I wanted to get some rest, so I prayed about it once to sleep. And so when I got up in the morning, Opened it up again. I prayed about it again. Uh, at that point, the devil put wicked things in my mind, you know? 
mm-hmm. and had me look at your document one more time. And, it, and it's like, wait a minute, that isn't what I want. That isn't what I need. And so then I, I had to go for the throne again, and I prayed about it. And the Lord said, look at it a little harder. And so I looked at it a little harder, and then everything came to light. But see, the devil was trying to blindside me. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, he was to a point that uh, uh, getting me to have ill feelings about s- some of your handiwork. And I, that, that isn't what I want to do. And so after, you know, uh, much prayer, the Lord said, look a little deeper. And so I looked a little deeper, and that's how I ended up uh, staying up until about 1 o'clock in the morning doing the discovery slash interrogatories. And that's really? how I ended up with that. And so, you know, uh, I was up until about 1.30, laid down, went to sleep, and then I woke up about five minutes to five, had another cup of coffee, went in there, and I got 90% of this done by 6.30. And so at 6.30, I sent a copy out. And then mm-hmm. I think, you know, right around 8 o'clock, I sent the latest up, uh, you know, the latest uh, uh, corrections that I made. And I made a yeah. few corrections and added a few more. And then I was uh, satisfied with it, and then uh, started getting uh, text messages about potential repair work and all that there. And then I got a phone yeah. call, and you know I started dealing with today's thing, and, and right. uh, I moved some computers around so I can get near my printer, and I printed a hard copy, and I, I'm like, yep, this is pretty good, but there will probably be some more input later on. Mm-hmm. And so here we are later on. No one's here except for you and I. <laughs> yeah, We're the two yeah. lone wolves, you know. So it is well, what it yeah. is. It is what it is. And, and, again, they don't have anything to contribute. There's not much reason for that, you know, that presence either. So it, 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 everybody has their own agenda. So you got to kind of settle back and, and just say, Father, you know, the right things will have come up. Not everybody will be party to it because they don't have they don't have what it is necessary to go beyond you know like I said where we're at right now. But hey, you know it's it's all out there. All you have to do is like I say, pray about it and then have right, right, right. It's got well, to make sense. Is, you know? Yeah, it's got to make sense. Because you know everything everything I do or is putting together has to go for the throne. That's the first thing, you mm-hmm. know? And I send out, you know, a barrage of emails this morning. One was a special thanks to all those that, you know, have been a part of uh, my endeavors, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, and then, uh, you know, and then I send out one about one of my favorite songs, uh, Creating Me a Clean Heart, O oh Lord. Yeah. And, and so that, that's pretty much my cry, you know, yeah. daily. You know, I want a clean that's heart. Cool. You know, I, sure. I yeah. you know, I want to be on the right standing with our Father. You know, well, that's the only you know? way, absolutely. Because without that, you're not going to have the um, the proper force, the godly force that's going to make an impact 
in the right realm because if we're not if we're not one with the heavenly Father in all this, if there's uh, feelings that are not appropriate for some reason, we have to have that peace. And if we don't exactly. move in that realm, we are we're really on our own. We're not in His. We're not walking it after His mind. And that doesn't mean we don't have peace. But what it means, what it really is, is like we have to be open for. I mean, I look at people around me, like Ken helps me a lot. I'm looking for suggestions to protect my blind side. There you go. Because, yeah, because the Bible talks about I will dwell in the cluster. And and that particular phrase is, is speaking of grapes. Um, I dwell in the cluster of grapes. Well, that's the grapes have a, have a tendency. To, it's it's a spiritual thing. Grapes, deep, and when they when they become wine, and that become, that's a, like goes into the spiritual concept. That's the way when Jesus, Yeshua, was on on the earth, he he moved from the blood. He says he looked at the at the cup of wine, and he 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 changed the the concept of blood necessarily. To the wine. This is this is this wine represents my presence, my blood. It's a spiritual yeah, it's, sign. Well, yeah, you know, I've seen I've seen I've seen several liquor stores, and one of them was na- named Bombay uh, uh, Wines and Spirits. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's what Yeshua was all about. It's just moving from from law. To now being motivated by the Holy Spirit. Yep. Right, because he he was uh, that uh, uh, the work he did at Calvary allowed yeah. us to have access to the Holy Spirit. That's right. Because after after his death, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit came to take care of things, and that yep. uh, we uh, you know uh, we didn't all part have. Of Right but now, being born again, yeah, yeah, being born again. What do you think? How do you put that? He says, "Although that I'll be gone, I'm going to send the comfort or or whatever you say." Yeah, yeah, right. and he will be with you. Right, absolutely. And the comforter is really the presence of our Father in our life. You know, it's it's what he, he spoke to a realm that didn't understand that unique relationship we all have with our father and he he had to do his work and he he put everything in order so that we could pick up our cross and follow him and quite often people will talk about well jesus did it all well if he did it all then why am i picking up my cross each one of us have have a cross to bear because we're all part of the same program uh, to me well, he's the head He's the head, and 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 we are a many-membered body under him. Right. Yeah. Right. But but when when it says he did it all, in other words, uh, my perception is is that he did all that was expected of him by the Father. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And w- with that in mind. The Father has given each one of us, all His children, a 
a measure of grace that they might also pick up their cross and continue what he started. The Bible talks about he's a first of many brethren. That's a really unique realm because most people don't understand that the oneness we have with him and our Heavenly Father. Yep. Well, you know that uh, a lot of people get into this. uh, 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 See, uh, let me think about it here for a moment because I'm having a duh moment uh, or a senior moment, you know. Oh, they they want to talk about uh, the Sabbath, and when they mm-hmm. when they bring it up, then I have to remind them that when Christ died, He became our Sabbath. We're to rest in Him. That's right. And, and a lot of people they they just reject that type of thinking. Yeah, you yeah. know, because they want, there's a law. Correct. Yep. Some people say, "Oh, the Sabbath is a Saturday." Or the Sabbath is actually a Sunday, you know, one of the two. And then I say, didn't Christ die and become our Sabbath? Yeah. Some will say, well, yeah, you're right about that, but still the other side of the coin is the Sabbath is Saturday or the Sabbath okay. is Sunday. All right. Here's what you want to ask them about. When 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 Yeshua was on the earth, and the Hebrew when the Hebrews were worshiping on the Sabbath, that was before the that was before the Gregorian calendar. We have a Gregorian calendar, Gregorian calendar, which is what we have, and oh. ours is based on based on. Um, uh, let's see. Ours is based on twelve months, but the but the the um, the Sabbath observance was a lunar observance. Okay. It was the 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 moon actually um, cycles thirteen times. Not um, the, we have twelve months in the Gregorian calendar, but in the Hebrew calendar, there's thirteen cycles of the moon. In the year, <clears throat> uh, there's just there's a whole different thing. <clears throat> like you're, and you're correct. Our <clears throat> Christ is our Sabbath. It, we're not under the law. We're our, our Sabbath. Our worship is every day. Right. Not not one day. Not any special one day. It's every day. Bible Jesus says the true worshipers will worship our Father in spirit and in truth. Well, there's no date to that. That's every day. That's just not one day. Every day we're here to worship our Father in spirit and in truth. It has nothing to do with one day. Christ is the yeah. our Sabbath. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, th- there's a lot that we can discuss on that there, and most, uh, I'd, I'd say at least about 89% of it you and I are going to uh, be on the same page with. But I, I'd say there's probably some other stuff that I need to research, you know. I mean, you got a few years more on 
me, you know what I mean, because I won't, you know, I was, I was going to be 65. But even though, you know, it wasn't until 1989 that I rededicate my life, and then yeah. it wasn't until 1992 that I go to uh, layman's ministry school to start getting a deeper understanding, you know. Uh, you know, they had, they had like the first step program, which is getting acquainted yeah. with Christ. And then after yeah. that, they had uh foundation for Christian living. And then after that, they had uh, uh, a topic called Christian service. And so what they did was they got me acquainted better with Christ. And right. then once I graduated, then I went to yeah. Foundation for Christian Living, and so that gave me a better understanding of mm-hmm. what is expected of me as a Christian and how I should conduct myself and things right. of that nature. And then yep. after that, then they had me to draw my attention to what my uh, uh, talents and abilities were. And once I figured out what my talents and abilities were, it's like, uh, oh, this is a great day. I get to team colors and I get to get a band <laughs> yep. and I get to step up to the, uh, you know, uh, the, the home plate and swing, <clears throat> you know, yep. Yep. and That's so, true. you know, that, uh, I like that concept, but even after that, you know, I started out in 92 going to layman school and probably, you know, three maybe at the most yeah yeah it was probably three years later me and my wife sue got married and so then i i jumped the ship but then i came back for some classes that they were having at this big church and uh in the third week of july of 2000 uh the pro-life community they always have a national event and they always set it aside where it's going to be the third week in July so everyone can uh, arrange all their vacation time, take off from work, and join in the battle. And yeah. so yeah. we were taking classes, and the church was only less than a little less than a half a mile away from an abortion facility which was right down the street in a little medical uh, uh, complex, you know, and the guy was renting, you know, a couple of studios there, and he was doing his work. And and so when the national event came, they decided to take this church on. And when they did, uh, they brought the signs. And as soon as class was over, I got out there just in time when they were setting up the big display. Next thing I know, the pastor's calling the cops, and he's got two, two of his uh, uh, two people from the church that were attorneys, and came out and tried to railroad us. You know, <laughs> wow. You know, and so then you know that uh, that was a learning point for me in the year two thousand, and so. In uh, 2001, I was still under the gun, uh, out on bail. And then in 2002, in February, I won my day in court. And so, it, you know, it it was hilarious. 
you know, I'd worked all that time to try to get my day in court, you know, and I told that dang prosecutor, I said, you call me in here, so you got to give me a court date. You can't keep extending this. And so yeah. eventually I did get a court date. And so my wife and two of my pro-life friends were up in the courtroom. And <clears throat> I'm sitting down on the main floor on one of those courthouse benches. And yeah. just an eye shot away from the entrance and the exit. And the prosecutor comes down the elevator and is trying to sneak out of the building. And I'm trying yeah. to get my day in court. And boy, you know, he, he started walking like he was headed toward the exit door. And I'm waving at him, you, hello. And he's like, oops, you know. And so then he yeah. goes and catches an attorney that's coming through the security gate there. And uh, he gets an elevator and they're making small talk. And he goes up and he comes down four, if not five times. And this guy's trying to sneak out of the building, and every time I'm still there. And so the attorney came down the elevator because my wife told him, hey, you know, my husband's down there on the main floor on the bench. And so he comes down the elevator, and he goes, well, I just talked to the uh, prosecuting attorney's uh, receptionist, and she said he's doing depositions and doesn't want to be disturbed. And I'm like, oh, well, then... Go up there and take care of this. File a motion to dismiss on their inability to prosecute. And he did, and the judge granted it. Case dismissed. Cool. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, but see, it was it was because of my uh, uh, steadfast steadiness because the the lawyer I had before the day that I actually got a trial date, yeah. he was he was telling me, oh, uh, we had a conversation. I think it was on a Wednesday. I called him up. He goes, boy, he says I get a, quite a few phone calls from you. I said, well, I got to stay on point on my case, and I got to communicate with you. I said, we got court on Friday. He goes, no, that's kitty court. That's not criminal court. I said, no, it is criminal court. I said, I advise you to go up on case net or however you do it and check the status of the case and to verify that we're not going to be there. But as the way it looks now, it says that we're going to be there. And so I'm going to be there whether you're there or not. And so, you know, we got off the phone. And about 10 minutes later, he called me. He goes, I cannot believe it. Looks like we got caught on Friday. I just on the phone with the prosecutor the other day, and he never said nothing about uh, uh, having court on Friday. I'm like, excuse me, when was you going to tell me that? You know, here he is talking to this guy that's trying to prosecute me without my presence. Boy, that upset me. And so... He said, well, I'll meet you down there on Friday. And so on Friday, we got down to the courthouse, went upstairs, and we got there on the fifth floor. He said, why don't you wait out here? I'll go and talk to the prosecutor and see what we're actually doing today. And so he comes back out, and he said, the prosecutor wants to cut a deal. 
Here's what he's offering. I said, I don't want to cut a deal. I want my day in court. He called me in here. He must be ready and prepared to rumble. And so he went back in there and told him, and he come out the second time. He goes, he's offering another deal, and this sounds a little bit better. And so he gave me the second offering, offer, and uh, I told him, I said, you go in there and tell him, I don't want to cut a deal. So he goes back in there, you know, about 10 minutes later, he comes out with a third deal. This prosecutor knew that he didn't have a case. And so he comes out with the third deal, and I said, look, you tell that lame brain that I don't want to cut no deals. I just want my day in court. And so he goes in, he comes back out, he said, here you go. Here's your court date. You're facing five years in jail and a $5,000 fine. I'm like, great. Let's get this done. He said, well, you need to get serious. I said, well, I am serious. Don't you know or haven't you read or heard that as a Christian, the Bible says, my God goes before me in my battles, and that's where I stand. Boy, he jumped up and he said, well, it's fine and dandy to have all that faith. But it makes me believe that if we beat this court case, you're going to give God the glory and not me, and you're not going to want to pay me. I said, well, whatever you want to believe. And so he jumped ship. You know, he, 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 filed, a, he filed a motion, and he says, uh, Your Honor, my health is not in that good of a shape to give him adequate representation for a full-blown criminal trial. Yep. Yep. No, I'll tell you what, the document I just sent you, the document I just sent you will give uh, everyone, especially in, in Illinois, ammunition that when an attorney wants to make a deal with you, talks to you, he has no authority under under the laws in Illinois to do such a thing. So right. he's he's trying to he's trying to get a contract so that he can make some money off you. That's all it is. I understand, I understand yeah. that there. And, I, and, and I, I fully they don't have authority that, to do that. Yeah. They don't have authority to represent anybody in court. So that takes their whole job away. All of a sudden, who's who's coming against you then? Nobody. They don't have. They, yeah. If we take them out of the equation, where who's well, going to the I'm all for them. Yeah. I'm all yeah. for that. But I'm a big fan of setting up perimeters. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that. I am not saying not, not to get yourself prepared. No, the Bible says study to no, show no. yourself approved. Go ahead. Do what you have to do. But I would say my, I look at it and say, why are you even talking to me? You're unlawfully representing somebody. Right. But here's what I'm thinking. Early on into the equation of any communication with them, I have yeah. to set up rules of engagement. You know, like well, when you, well, like the rules of engagement is they can't talk to you. That's that's the first. Okay, I well, yeah, I understand that, but yeah. there's more to it than just that. You know, when you go into some. Uh, 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 buildings, whether it's a store or whatever, they may have a sign up that says no firearms or any weapons are allowed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that's a rule of engagement, right? Mm-hmm. So the rules of yeah. engagement is and so, they can't uh, even talk to Okay. But not only that there, okay, the thing of it is, is that I don't receive mail, period. That's what I'm saying. Read that. Okay. Read what and so, okay. Well, I will, but I'm I'm just... Yeah. I'm just stating some facts that yeah. I would like as as a means of setting up perimeters is through one and only communication. That's it. They can't talk to you. Right. They can't but, represent you know, anybody. You know, on the other foot, it's like this. I have relatives. I have in-laws. I have friends and associates, and I, I, you know, I'm not to a point. I'm I'm not to a point uh, of using the mail system. I get nothing in my name. I did get that document that you sent, but if you, you know, if you have a need to communicate with me, I, I go to Dave. Yeah, right, 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 right. But take out the top line that said Shorty in care of. Just put Dave Elbron, and that's that. And when it comes from you, I automatically know that it's me. I don't want the post office saying, oh, look at here. Shorty. Okay, that's that's good. No, 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 I appreciate that. No, Mm -hmm. no, okay. I can yeah, see that. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Sure. And so I took it because it came from you. But, I, yeah. you know, after I saw the way that it was addressed, I figured, well, maybe uh, I didn't explain it enough. You know? <laughs> no, I, I know did, that I you didn't. didn't have any ill intent with it. You know what I mean? It was just one of those things where, you know, uh, under normal circumstances, that's what most people would do, shorty and care of. You know? Yeah. And okay. uh, no, no, that no, I, that's fine, hey, Tori. That's good. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. It was it, it wouldn't be necessary then. I'll just I'll just talk to Dave. Yep. That's fine. Yeah, you just sent you just sent it to Dave and automatically yep. I know that you and Dave are not doing any kind of business and so I'll just open it and take care of it. That's what I do with all the mail. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no problem. No, that's good. That's good yep, though. Yep. So. Yeah, so now I got something else to look at. Hopefully that uh, it's not one of those like last night because the other document that you sent me after the uh, uh, third attempt, attempt to skim over it and to review it, I saw where you were going with it, and that's how I was able to put together the interrogatories, although that they may need to be, uh, you know, worded a little bit differently. Uh, the crux of what's in there is what what needs to be presented, yeah. or at least from my viewpoint. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That's fine, Shorty. I'll tell you what I'll do is yeah. I'll look it over once, and um, I'll get it back to you. And, uh, hey, right. go from there. It's just a matter of our uh, Well, you know, today, go for it. You know, the, the day being Tuesday, I'm trying to set a deadline 
of possibly Friday by 10 o'clock or 10.30 having something that I'm going to uh, be my uh, first shoot to them, you know. And what yeah. I'm going to do is I'm going to do everything through faxing. And what I'd like to have is uh, I want to incorporate in the first communication with them uh, some perimeters. And so those perimeters are, uh, that we're going to uh, like to incorporate in there is how they can communicate. Okay. In other words, if they choose to continue, then the thing of it is is that uh, it's going to cause them problems, you know. But if they're going to communicate and if, if we were trying to hash things out, you know, in a two, one, two, three letter thing, and then by the third time, uh, they should have an understanding. That's what happened with the city. And so the city comes down here, and then I was stunned a little bit, you know. And, uh, you know, it was the chief of police and one of, one of his sidekicks with his sidearm. And so I didn't appreciate him coming on the property and uh, uh, bearing a firearm, you know, mm-hmm. that there, there's no need for me to have an unauthorized firearm on this property. The only authorized firearms are those that I allow to be on here. If, yeah. if I got a friend that, you know, it's got a new new gun and, and they want to show it off, they're welcome to bring it. But after that, they can't just come here and conceal a firearm and not, you know, not tell me ahead of time that they're bringing one. You know, I'm coming, but, you know, I'm loaded, you know. I I don't care, you know, I don't care for that. There's no need for it, you know what I mean? You know, it's one thing to show up and you got one in your ride. It's another thing to show up and you got one on you. You know, if you got one, leave it in your ride. You know, don't be bringing it down, you know, because I don't know what's on your mind. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how much I know you. But if you tell me you're bringing one over and and then we're going to go for a ride and go down to the shooting range and do some stuff, that's okay. But anything other than that, no. So the first time, here's what happened. And maybe you can follow with me on this. And so... I I had a state-issued ID, and I was trying to get rid of it. And it was still valid, you know, for another six, eight months. And I figured, well, after that, we're done with it. But I was at the parts house and returning some lug nuts and trying to get the right ones. And they said, well, do you have your receipt? And I said, yeah. They wanted to make sure those were the lug nuts that I bought, and so I had to show proof of it. I gave them a receipt. They looked at it, and they said, oh, you've got a shipping receipt. That's where one store shipped the items to them. And so I didn't know what happened to the sales receipt. And they said, well, we need to see your ID. So... Gave me the ID and they punched in a bunch of stuff. And this is uh oh about nine nine fifteen. 
And so then, uh, I don't know, about a quarter to 10, 10 o'clock, guy calls and says, hey, can you do this, that? I said, yeah, probably so. He goes, well, he says, uh, so where are you located? So I told him, so I'm down here in South Roxanne, you know? He goes, oh, whereabouts? I said, oh, just right down the street from the police station. He goes, oh. He said, wow. He said, I got a couple of buddies that are on the police department. I'm like, oh, okay. Thinking nothing about it, and I had him set up for about 2 in the afternoon. And so 2 in the afternoon uh, never came because right around 1230, here's the chief of police pulling up in his fancy cruiser and his sidekick, and they park on the outside of the fence, and they get out and they come up. And I said, can I help you? So he introduced himself, and I said, well, what can I do for you? And he goes, well, we don't have any listing of any activity here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Are you talking about all these cars? Yeah. Well, the guy that owns the property owns all these cars. Well, what's the guy's name? Dave. Was well, Dave here? No. Where's he at? He's at work. Well, where's he work? I said, well, he works for the railroad. He goes, well, when is he coming back? I said, well, I don't know what his schedule is for today, but uh, if you leave me your card, I'll have him to call you. And so the next day, we were together. He called him and went to voicemail. And so then the following day, they called back. And they said, well, we're interested in what you're doing. And he says, well, we get cars given to us, donated. We buy cheap cars and we help out Christian individuals that have a need for transportation and such. And, you know, they're like, uh, well, what kind of church? Christian church. Where's the church located? And they told me, said, look, we're a charity, you know? We're a ministry. We don't want to go commercial. Right. And he yep. says, well, we, we got to talk to City Hall. You know, we'll, we'll have a town council meeting coming up, and we'll bring us up, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you. Well, they never did. So one day he had a car towed in, and then they wanted to challenge me. What's going on? You had a car towed in. Is there something wrong with that? Well, no, not towing it in like that. But it makes it look like it appears that you're trying to run some kind of business here. I said, no. I said, you should have already had that conversation because that conversation led to the fact that we're a ministry, you know? And we're going to keep it that you know? And so he left. Then he came back the third time. And after the third time, I just told him, I said, look, you know, you just keep this up, and then somebody's going to be coming after your paycheck. And I have yet to hear anything, you know, five, six years down the line. They didn't even, That's good. You know, they used, good. they used to come yeah. by and just kind of golf a little bit, but they don't even do that anymore. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, I've got to get something's done here. Um, okay, it's been, it's been about an hour. And, that, um, that's funny, you know. I mean, but you know, we've had a nice little conversation. Yeah, and yep. we we'll just go from there, you know. And uh, 
Well, we'll see yep. uh, what can be done. I'll look this new item over, and then I'll get me uh, a little bite to eat and get some rest and get up in the morning and hit the ground running, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Okay, so I'll look at this over. So we'll yeah, put right. some things together and get back to each other. Right. Well, okay. I'd like to keep it. I like to keep the content the way that it is, but you may have to change the, the this, yeah. or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no problem with that. Sure. You yeah. know, or whatever, yeah. change we'll the verb. Leave where it is. Yeah. I'll just make sure that okay. the, uh, the dialogue fits. Yeah. What, so, what about, uh, you said that you had something to offer as an alternative to the legal rep thing that I did. Uh, yeah, that's that's called uh, by right of subrogation. Take, okay. Take that word but, out. Take the word out in dictionary. But, subrogation. Okay, but I'd like to see the lay of how that should be formatted. Oh, okay. Well, let me. Uh, that's in this document. I don't have it open right now. But you're, what you gave me, um, you're using that. Yeah, that one document. That one document has it, you know, where it says Brother Shorty, and then uh, at the top it says uh, uh, full-time Amish missionary, uh, and, you know, and it was kind of long. And so I left one version with it long all the way down the, the top part of that line. And the second version is that I, I, I made it into two lines. So it's shorter and it doesn't go all the way down to the other end of the line. Yeah. So I got yeah. it. I got it two different ways, and I have it to where it's in word form. So if something came up and you decided you wanted to make a change, then you got one in Word and you got one in uh, uh, JPEG. And the same way with the signature line, the same thing. So you yeah. can, you know. Well, I don't know how to move. I'm not sure how to move your signature line around because you got that in a box. I'm not so sure. I don't. I don't use that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so well, get, whatever you got to do, if you got to do a separate document, do whatever you got to do because I know what works for me. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 No problem. Okay. But okay. Well, we'll and then we'll uh, we'll talk we'll another time. Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, guy. Okay. Hey, uh, have a good evening. Yep. Good all right. Bye-bye.